0: You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. How y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) We're in a real
1: weird place tonight. I think the quarantine is getting to us. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what day it is if it weren't for our podcast like dates every day would be the same
0: yep same
1: nothing in sight empty calendars everywhere I look I'm kind of getting used to it and that's scary
0: yeah it's like thoughts of quarantine ending I feel myself kind of panicking like what no (laughs)
1: like (laughs) I
0: hate it and I love it and I love to hate it and I
1: hate to love it (laughs) It's a lot of emotions going on. I totally <laughs> get it. Well, we've got a good show for you guys tonight. We'll go ahead and get started with our highs and lows. Um, I am going to start with my low today because it feeds into my high. So I've been de- <laughs> broken record. I've been dealing with this back pain. I don't know if you guys know about, but I, um, I've been trying to do like some stretching and, and just move. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start trying everything. Um, I found this yoga for herniated discs. Like Mm -hmm. I love YouTube. You can get so specific on there. Um, But I found this girl and so I did this like little yoga flow and after that popped up a video of these two physical therapists, old guys that are like, oh, the most famous physical therapist on the internet, whatever. But they were talking about the 10 things to avoid with a herniated disc. So I was like, ah, all right, well, the kids are being quiet. I'll just take a listen and see. <sighs> Literally every single thing I've been doing wrong. Oh, no. Everything. It was like, okay, don't do stretches where you're like bending over forward which that felt I mean that is where I can feel the most stretch so I've been doing that all day every day it's like no because that's spreading apart your discs and probably making it herniate more whatever don't do that don't um sit down for long periods of time I'm like okay great that's like what I'm doing to ice and like how do you not sit it's like yeah. lay down or sand
0: Especially um quarantine <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't what were some of the other things? They they specifically said, you know, like riding lawnmowers, don't do that. And I'm like bit out there all the tractor because <laughs> it's something that I don't have to like physically exert myself. Yeah, don't do that because all the bumping and the shocks are bad for you. Um, no bending and twisting like like when you shovel. What's <laughs> so oh we've my. been doing? Yard work. I'm like just sitting there listening to this list and Piper was next to me for some of it and I'm just like oh my god every it was like they made that video specifically for me to be like look bitch you're doing this all (laughs) wrong it was I was mortified at the end of it I was yeah so bad so then I'm like this is why I haven't been better in five months and who's gonna tell me that stuff no one I haven't gone I my chiropractor's been closed that's not really his realm either of like telling yeah. me what to do what not to do and I haven't gone to the doctor so my turn into my high I made a doctor's appointment I had a telemed appointment this morning Woo! a video chat with my doctor which was super weird but ridiculously convenient and yeah. I would not be surprised if, like, 80% of doctor visits turn into, you know, video chats. Oh, if
0: yeah.
1: Oh, medicine, medicine refills or whatever. Super easy. It was awesome. Um, basically, I was just worried that I'd call them like, oh, yeah, take these painkillers and muscle relaxers and see yeah. you later. And I told her that very specifically that's not what I wanted. Um, but I got referred to physical therapy, so awesome. I'm so excited about it. I have an appointment on Friday. I'm really nervous to go in anywhere, right now at all. Um, but I mean, I'm put put my mask on and go or whatever. And I'm sure they're not really busy right now because I I could have gotten an appointment
0: probably today if I could. Um, they're just not busy, so. Yeah. And that's essential. I mean, that is essential. You're in so much pain. Like that's something you need to go somewhere for.
1: Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I know that that will help. I know it will. I'm such a huge fan of physical therapy, so I'm excited to go. It's nice to have like a little glimmer of hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she seemed not, she seemed to not think that it was a herniated disc, um, but that it might be like a, a muscle thing, and I have like a lump in my back that I can feel. And she said, if it, if that's like a muscle knot, they could give me a shot of lidocaine in it, which actually weird really disgusts me. <laughs> like that's the idea of it grosses me out. So hopefully it's not that, and I don't need to do that. But
0: we'll see. But there's hope, and I'm so excited. To be doing
1: something about it, I could cry.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm proud of you. That's yeah, that's huge. Yay!
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Oh my gosh, nice. Congrats. Thank Light you. at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yep. So I'll awesome. keep you all posted, of course, because that's the only exciting thing <laughs> yeah. going on. So you'll know everything about me by the end of this.
0: I love it. So. Awesome. Well, I'll go ahead and go into my highs and lows now. Um, my high, I'm pretty excited. So my real estate firm, John L. Scott in Lacey. Um They have offices in Lacey, Olympia, and DuPont, and during this quarantine, they started doing a daily live show on Facebook called Talent Talk, because they're called John L. Scott Talent Real Estate, and so um, it's just the show, and it has the four managers, um, and they get on there and they talk about headlines, just like big headlines in the news. They give some real estate tips. It's not just for agents. It's kind of just for everyone to kind of have a daily check check in. You get some tip of the day, some fun trivia, um, and some headlines and just, just listening to four fun people talk. And it's just a short, like 30-minute show. They've been doing it every day for like months now since this all started and it's fun I love watching it I look forward to watching it so today I got a phone call from my friend and she's one of the managers and she asked me to join them next Monday on the live show to talk about basically being a mom and a realtor at the same time and just kind of like how you make it all work and the balance of it all just basically, essentially, like what this podcast is about, because yeah. just being a boss mom and you know, just kind of trying to do everything. And she kind of let me know, like, we see you, like, what you're doing, and we want to have you on to talk about it. And it, it honestly just like was so flattering. It made me feel so happy, and just like what I'm doing is working, and people can see it, and hopefully, I'm inspiring some other working mamas out there, and. Just, you know, you don't always feel like you're doing the best job and you, it's really easy to question, you know, am I doing this right? Do I have my priorities right? And so it was just like such a flattering, just amazing feeling to be asked to go on there. So next Monday at 8.15 a.m., you can tune in. It's just on the John L. Scott Talent Real Estate Facebook page. So if you guys are looking for something to watch, it's a live video but it of course stays on Facebook afterwards. So you can tune in anytime and see a little cameo on there to talk about boss lady life.
1: <laughs> my gosh, I'm so excited for you. That's big.
0: Yeah, thank you. It made me so happy. It just it's it's so important to me like being a mom and my career, so it was just like super flattering that um, they wanted me to come talk about both of those things. So, yeah. yeah, really happy.
1: That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah,
0: thank you. Um, I'm nervous too because I don't do well on, on camera. <laughs> I do better behind the screen. <laughs> but oh, it should be interesting. Um, <laughs> my low man, who's with me? I'm so sick of cooking. My husband said something the other day when I was bitching about it, and he was like, don't you do that? Like, don't you cook every meal every day anyway? Yeah, but I have the option to do takeout, <laughs> which we have. We just have not been doing takeout. We're just, like, paranoid. I have the option to do takeout. We go to my mom's or my grandma's for dinner at least once a week, or they come to ours, which makes cooking a little more exciting. Like, all of these things that normally, like, gave you a small relief from cooking no longer exist. So I am just so sick of cooking every single meal, every single day. And I've been trying to, you know, get creative and switch things up. But I'm also exhausted. And so I found this recipe. I was feeling really ambitious when I was planning my groceries. And it was, um, got to the point where it was the only thing left that I could possibly make. So I had to do it. Instead of following the recipe, I just was like, Okay, I'm going to put the broccoli and the Brussels sprouts in the Instapot. And it was, okay, so it was supposed to be, I'm going to, I'll wrap this up. But I, you guys, this is important to know. It was supposed to be broccoli and Brussels sprouts and bell peppers and then ground turkey. And you put that on top. And then there was what they called comeback sauce, which was mayo, ketchup, Tabasco, and lemon juice. It sounds pretty good, but it was like... It it just was totally out of something I would normally make. So I just put the vegetables in the Instapot. I didn't even read the recipe. And I got it mixed up in my head. It's hard-boiled eggs go in the, in the Instapot for five minutes. Vegetables go for one. I did the vegetables for five minutes. Oh, no. Complete mush. Oh. I didn't want to put Tabasco in the comeback sauce because I didn't want it to be too spicy for Nora. So the sauce was just like this mayo-y, ketchup-y, like, disgust, okay? (laughs) The turkey completely overcooked because I was, like, so distracted, not, like, I was just so out of it. I I didn't eat it. Nora barely ate it. My husband will eat anything. He ate it, but was (laughs) like, (laughs) ooh. There was so much left over. We have been giving it to my dog. We can't even eat the leftovers. We've been trying to entice him to eat his food by putting it on. He loves it. At least somebody liked it. He freaking loves it. But it was (laughs) the biggest dinner flop I've ever had. And it was so disgusting. Not to mention the smell of steamed broccoli and Brussels sprouts. It is literally, I I just want to puke thinking about it. It was, and it looked like the, the sauce, it just looked like mushy throw up. It was so disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, that was my low. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I I, I'm, I hate cooking and I feel like that happens to me way too often. So I oh yeah, I'm starting to give up, but
0: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel you on that. I usually can pull it out. Like usually I will plan out my meals. From Pinterest, and I'll, you know, pin all these recipes, but then I won't actually look at the recipe and I'll just kind of like use it as inspiration and do whatever I want with the ingredients Mm -hmm. and like kind of try to make it work like that. This time I just was trying to be lazy and like it was awful. Yeah. Yeah, Probably I was talking to him about it. Probably in our whole marriage, I've never made such disgusting food. So. Mm In our whole time together, like almost eight years of of being together. I've never made such disgusting, inedible food. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's get started on tonight's topic in honor of Memorial Day, which is coming up next week.
0: We wanted to bring on some military spouses and learn a little bit about their lives. So we have two guests for this episode. We have Hannah, who is a Georgia native, recently stationed in Washington and we have Jennifer who is a military spouse and a Navy veteran and we thought it'd be really cool to chat with both of these women and get two different perspectives two different stories and share it with you so let's get them on hi Hannah welcome to the show
1: hi thank you so much for joining us we're really excited to get to know you and your whole lifestyle that Megan and I know nothing
2: about well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to have you tell a little bit about yourself to our listeners. But before we do, it's kind of fun. We've never met you. So we're we're complete strangers to you. You're a complete stranger to us. So we're really, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, but we, you were recommended to us from a mutual friend that Mickey and I have, Mary. And... Yeah. I went to high school with Mary and Mickey knows her from middle school, right? Yep. Awesome. So how do you how do you know Mary? Um,
2: So I worked with her at a law office in Manhattan, Kansas for about I guess it was two and a half years. I guess. So um, that's how we met, and she was great. So awesome! Awesome getting to know her, and we still everybody from that that office that was originally there still keeps in touch. So it's kind of fun.
1: Oh, yeah. that's, cool.
2: that's, really-
0: that's so cool. Yeah. All right. So let's let's hear a little bit about you then. So we'll all get to know you together. So tell us tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Sure. Well, um, I am twenty-nine years old. I'm gonna be 30 in about two and a half weeks. So really? getting getting very close to that. So um, but right now I'm currently working as an administrative assistant to a financial advisor here in the local area. So um I'm pretty simple. I don't really Um, I don't have any kids, I don't have any pets, so no um, fun or crazy stories there, but um, but yeah, so I'm, yeah, that's pretty much all about me. (laughs) Awesome. So you
1: are on here because you're a military spouse. Um, What does your husband do, and where are you guys currently stationed?
2: Yeah, so he is a signal officer, which basically just means he works on computers and radios and communication stuff, so... Um, that's, that's what he does. And we are currently stationed at JBLN in in Washington state,
0: so, which is joint base Lewis McCord. So awesome. How long have you guys been in Washington? Just over a year. So Um, it's still
2: kind of getting to, to know the area and whatnot. So
0: yeah, nice. Yeah. This is, um, our home base. Mickey and I are both from Washington. So it's, yeah, we love it here. That's, do you like it so far? It's bed? different.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the weather—it takes a lot of adjusting. Um, but this is like the best time of year. So the days are getting long, which I love. And whenever it's sunny, it's—it's it's wonderful. So,
1: <laughs> where are you from originally?
2: Originally, I'm from Georgia. So, um,
0: okay. it was a it's
1: quite different.
2: It's
0: a big change <laughs> from Georgia to Washington. Well, oh so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, how did you and your husband meet? And and how long have you guys been married? Yeah, so we've been married for five years. Um, We
2: actually grew up together. So we went to the same church growing up. And then his family moved away when I was about 12, I think. And um, he and I just kind of kept in touch through our teenage years. And the rest of our family, we were all friends. And then the rest of our family kind of lost touch. And we just kind of stayed in touch. And then um, it took us a while to get to the dating portion of the relationship. But we started dating um, actually right after he graduated or the day – the day he graduated from airborne school or I'm sorry yes airborne school um we became like official and then um we've so yeah we've been together for a long time we dated for four years and got married in 2015
0: so oh my gosh that's awesome that's that's cool you guys were together knew each other and all of that I love that um I got married in 2015 as well so cheers to that Yeah. yeah
1: (laughs) <laughs> cool. well um so when you guys started dating he was already in the military right um did you have any like misconceptions about spouse life before you like jumped in and kind of joined that that life? yeah
2: for sure we um so I think I thought that it was going to be a lot more like black and white like this is what time you show up and this is what time you leave and more rigid mm-hmm. um with with us that has not been the case um it's been more of yes you do have to show up at this set time but as far as when you get to leave or come home that's very uh, subject to change so that was a struggle for me in the beginning I would get really mad because I'm like no you're supposed to be home like at this particular time and the army's just like nah we're gonna keep them so um that's been that was probably the biggest misconception I had is I thought it would be more like planning planned out days and stuff like that and you really just can't plan very well uh with the military so
0: yeah is that is that something that you found that you've gotten used to or is it still kind of a struggle not having that plan
2: I like control so it's still a little bit of a struggle for me but um I have definitely come a long way and there's a lot less arguments um
0: yeah. from it so. <laughs> good. What is your favorite part of being a military spouse and what's your least favorite part?
2: Yeah, my favorite part is probably just being able to live in a bunch of different places and actually living in different houses. is kind of fun for me. Um, I, I like being able to see what is in each state as far as like, you know, natural beauty and like you know, seeing what the national and state parks, depending on, you know, what is available around me. Um, and then um, the houses are kind of fun because you learn what you like and what you don't like about houses, so whenever I do finally get to have a forever home of my own, I'm, like, making a little list of all the things, like, yes, I want this fridge. no, I don't like this stove, like, all those things, like, you know, that you learn, um, I don't want stairs in the future, so, you know, it's just one of those things that you kind of um, get to get a feel for.
0: Yeah, you're going to yeah. be an expert when you are ready to have your forever home. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I would love to be able to build my own home after all this is over, but yeah, um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's perfect. Um, how many different places have you guys lived together?
2: Yeah, so we've only been in, active for about five years. So we've only been, in, this is our third duty station technically. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent four years in Kansas. And then we went to Georgia for eight months, which is actually where we're from. So it was just kind of a nice little eight-month vacation. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we were at Fort Gordon there for eight months, and then we moved here. So um, it was quite a drive from Georgia to to Washington.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's crazy. How how long did it take you guys?
2: Um, We took our time. So we did a lot of stopping and um, sightseeing. So we took eight days and just kind of. Um, made a whole trip out of it, and we were able to stop it um, in Mount at Mount Rushmore, and um, we stopped in Kansas City. There was a restaurant there I had been to when we lived there, and so it was, I was like, we're gonna go back there because we're going through there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then um, we did uh, like Omaha and just all fun fun stops. So it was, awesome. it was a good it was a good road trip, but I was happy to be done driving after it was all over
0: yeah (laughs) absolutely
2: we had two cars so we had to do it separate we had to drive separately so so there's a lot of driving (laughs) yeah
1: oh I was gonna say that's a nice marriage bonding trip but
2: (laughs) that's harder when you're driving by yourself it was it was lots of music podcasts actually and um and then also just I whatever we could find on the radio So you get, you get bored of the same thing over and over again. So you like try to switch it up.
0: So. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Good job guys.
1: (laughs) So with the moving, which at least, I mean, I don't, I don't know the typical frequency of moving um, in the military. I've, I mean, the people that I know, like how we're military kids. So in a lifetime they've moved a lot. So I, I don't know how right. that would look for you, but I'm assuming how, how does moving around um, affect your relationship with like your friends and your family?
2: Yeah. Um, it definitely affects it. I think um, for the most part, like both of our families are in Georgia, so it's convenient as far as family goes because when we go back, we can see both of them. Um, and and it just makes that a lot simpler because most people have one family in this state, one family in the other you have to choose one or the other whenever you're making holiday plans um we thankfully don't have that problem but um it's really hard though whenever there's things going on back home and you can't be there um or you can't help out um because it it just makes it very you feel very helpless because you're like oh well I can uh I can buy you something off Amazon or I can send you flowers or you know like that's that's pretty much all you can do like you can't just run back home and help out Um, and so that's been Probably as far as family goes, that's the most challenging thing. Um, friendships. Um, I still keep in touch with a lot of my childhood friends, but it does affect, like, well, friendships and family, like, because a lot of people don't, like, understand, like, the military spouse life And so mm-hmm. they don't really understand, like, oh, well, your husband's gone for a long period of time, like, um, or, you know, they don't understand why we have no control over what our future is, you know, our family. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes it's like, you know, you don't have any say in that, you know, like, it's like, no, we really don't, like, we get to throw our, our hopes out there, but the army ultimately makes the decision, so, um, so yeah, so we, it does affect it, and I think a lot of people forget, too, like, um, when they're talking, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult sometimes, because, you know, they'll mention, oh, my husband's gone, been gone for a week, and, you know, I'm like, oh, that must be, that must be really hard for, you know, one whole week, because for us, a week is nothing, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how long is your husband gone for at a time? Like, what's the longest period um, of time?
2: When we were in Kansas, he was gone a lot. So he would be in the field for three weeks at a time easily, um, and then he went on a rotation to Korea, which is like a deployment, but different at the same time. Um, and so he was gone for nine months um, for that period of time. So
3: yeah.
2: it just depends I just... here. Here it's a little bit easier, but um, yeah. it's just because of the job he's in right now, not because there aren't other people here that are, you know, doing the same thing. So,
0: yeah, I just have to say, growing up in this area, because I grew up in Yelm, which is really close to where you are, right. um, I've, I've known a lot of my friends have been like their parents in the military. And now as I'm getting older, you know, there are a lot of them are military spouses. And it's just what you guys do. I mean, and what your husbands do or your partners do. I mean, it is just, it's amazing. Just, I, I just could not imagine doing that. And it takes a very strong and a certain type of person to to have that lifestyle. And I think it's just really admirable and just like good job because I mean, <laughs> that, it sounds hard. It sounds really hard.
2: It does definitely, You you do have to have a very somewhat of an independent personality to be able to, to stand on your own when, when your spouse is gone. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, making new friends. So we're talking about past friendships, but what about making new friends in all of these places? How, how does that look for you?
2: Um, making friends for me is generally pretty hard. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, I generally do work wherever we go. Um, I've worked pretty much, my entire teenage to adult life, so um, it is a little bit harder for me to make friends because I spend most of my time at work. So honestly, most mm-hmm. of the time, my coworkers end up becoming my closest friends, um, mm-hmm. like Mary and um, you know our group that we had there. And um, so here, I just kind of started working, so it'll. I, I'm still trying to navigate that, but I'll, also we a lot of times um, you know we'll get involved with church or Bible study and. Um, so I've made some good friends through those as well. So it just kind of depends on the situation, but it is difficult for me just because I don't really like, I'm not a big, like, Hey, like just going out, I'm not super friendly. I'm not, you know, um, not that I'm not friendly, (laughs) that sounds terrible, but like, (laughs) that I'm just not a very outgoing person when it comes Mm -hmm. to like making new friends. So I, um, struggle a little bit with that.
0: Yeah. So. Are there? I've heard of like um, military spouse groups. Do you do anything with those or anything like that?
2: There are a lot of great resources um, through the military. There's the family readiness groups and there's military spouse, you know, groups. Um, I myself haven't gotten too involved in those, um, just simply because I, a lot of times it is because I do work, and so there's not really a whole lot of time left over for extra activities and so you know I kind of um when I whenever I'm off and when my husband's at home like I just want to be home you know so it's, I kind of avoid all those things just because I end up taking up a lot of time
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: as terrible as that sounds so
0: yeah. <laughs> no but, time is valuable I mean time is valuable, especially when you have time with your husband I'm sure you want to soak that all up yeah. so
1: yeah what about um what about your marriage do you think or how has the military affected your, your marriage? Like what kind of ways has that made it maybe better or worse?
2: Right. Um, well, I think being in the military is going to affect your marriage regardless. Um, the either good or bad, like you said, like it's going to be one way or the other. Um, and for us, um, we've been able to do pretty well. I mean, you really learn how well you trust your spouse Mm -hmm. and how much your spouse trusts you because there has to be a very, very, very strong trust, um, because you're not always around each other, and you just, you know, you just trust that the other person is doing what they're supposed to be doing, so, um, so I think that, um, is a big part of it. Um, we also have to learn how to communicate when, you know, we're not together, and making big decisions when you're not necessarily together, Mm -hmm. um, is, is also a hard one, and, you know when you're trying to um, especially when they're deployed or or gone then you know you're like oh I need to decide whether or not I'm going to spend this money and you're like oh I'm going to do it and hopefully it'll be okay so you know but like it's a lot of um, learning to communicate you know through phone and text and just because it's a short text doesn't mean it's always you know a snarky response like sometimes it's just all that they can can get out so um, it just yeah It definitely affects your marriage and um thankfully we've we've done well um but it is not easy and there are a lot of people who have really hard times so um I I have a great husband so I'm very thankful for him but um, a lot there there is a lot that I know women who struggle and have a hard time so
0: yeah it would be easy to it's hard to communicate in any marriage right and so it would be so easy to kind of let that be just kind of a make or break, you know, if if you can't learn how to do that and kind of learn like what you're saying with the short text doesn't mean a snarky response. Just kind of get that flow between you and in, right. you know, whatever circumstances thrown your way. That that sounds really tricky.
2: Yes, it is.
0: So <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've kind of talked about where you guys have been already, where you've lived. Where, where's somewhere that you'd really like to go?
2: Um, I think everyone says it, but Hawaii is definitely yeah. at the top of the list. Um, we tried really hard for that uh, before we came here, yeah. And, uh, but uh, my husband was a little bit disappointed when uh, Washington <laughs> showed up on the the orders, um, and because we had tried for Italy and Hawaii. And Washington was kind of in there just because um, of the way things work. But he, uh, it, it took him a couple days. And I was like, okay, we're going to Washington. And he was like, wait, Washington? <laughs> you know? So it was, it was kind of an adjustment for, for him a little bit. And, and I, to, I would say I, my adjustment has been on the, the tail end here after moving here. I've had a little bit harder time adjusting. But um, Hawaii would be incredible. Um, and then we also, like I mentioned, Italy. But we're very thankful we're not in Italy right now because mm-hmm. that turned out to not be a great time to go to Italy. So yeah, um, yeah. we're happy to be in Washington right now. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> how does it? Is it interesting to think? And how are your friends and family back in Georgia handling things right now with Georgia kind of reopening?
2: Yeah, they um, uh, they get to go to stores and they get to. <laughs> to to do pretty much what they want to do for the most part um you know my family is still playing it pretty cautiously Mm -hmm. um, simply because my dad's a type 1 diabetic and um my nephew has spina bifida so um there's definitely you know some vulnerabilities there I can't speak but um and so anyway so he we're definitely trying to to protect them as much as possible so Mm -hmm. they're still staying pretty close home um but you know they they were more worried about us for a really long time, and then their cases shot way, way up <laughs> and surpassed mm-hmm. us. They actually doubled us in cases um, okay. total. So um, so they actually uh, technically we're more concerned about them now than they are about us because we actually have a lot less um, cases. But when it was all happening, everyone was very very concerned because Washington mm-hmm. was the the, yeah. the hub of it all. So.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's scary. <sighs> Um so back kind of on you know, places that you've been and where you want to go, um, what would your favorite place be? Would it be Georgia since that was your home? Or or is there somewhere else that you'd call your favorite place?
2: Kansas was definitely my favorite place. I would move back there in a heartbeat. Um, it was I did not care for Fort Riley and it was a very difficult time as far as like the army was concerned, and it's a hard duty station um just because they are gone so much and they're on a constant rotation so they're basically training to be to to be deployed Um, they have about six months at home where they're not technically training to leave and then that Mm -hmm. that heavy training starts so um Mm -hmm. it it was very challenging in that aspect but me myself i loved my job i loved the city of manhattan which is where i worked Um, and then i loved kansas city so We, um, I, if I ever had the opportunity to go back there, we probably would want to go to Fort Leavenworth, um, which is funny because everyone relates that with the prison. Um, but if we, (laughs) there's also other things that are there besides the prison, (laughs) um, but I would, I would love to go there. So, um, but yeah, it was just beautiful. So
0: that's awesome. Um, my mom, so my grandma, my mom's mom, my grandma, was married to my grandpa who was in the military and they have eight kids and Uh they, so my aunts and uncles have basically been born all over the world, which is really cool. My mom was born in Spain. I have one Uh of my aunts was born in Hawaii. Um, there's England. I mean, they're, they've just literally been born all over the world. And I think it's such a cool, cool thing that you're able to see all of these different places and live somewhere where you would have never had the opportunity to. It's really, really awesome.
2: Yeah. We definitely, we are open to travel as much as the army will let us, you know, as long as the army's paying for it. So that's kind of our (laughs) attitude.
0: Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. Oh my
1: gosh. Well, do you have any tips for
2: future military spouses? Um, Yeah, I would say just, it's another thing It's like just be flexible like everyone says that but that is so so true um flexibility is super important um as far as like moving yourself like I let the army move you or let the military whatever branch you're in like I'm specific to the army but let let the military move you like they're gonna pay for it it takes the stress off of you like just let them do it um I did a I moved myself out to Kansas originally because um, we got married and um, we actually kind of eloped. So it was like we got married and then uh, the same day he graduated from his like training and then he moved two weeks out, or I guess two weeks after we got married, he moved to Kansas. And then I followed about two months later. So I did move myself there. I would not, and then I love the army movers from that point on, and I will never go back to moving myself, so I do take anything that has some sentimental value, um, or that cannot be replaced with money, um, you want to take those items with you, and keep them with you, because the, ar- the movers don't care about your stuff like you care about your stuff, mm-hmm. so I would recommend keeping sentimental things with you, rent a trailer, that's, that's what we did, um, but other than that, just that's my biggest advice is like be flexible, let the army move you and just know that everything is going to change. <laughs> so, cause they, you know, the army changes their mind about things a lot along the way too. So, um, you think you're doing one thing and then they're like, Oh no, nope, we're going to do this. So, um,
0: how much, just, how much notice do you typically have before uh, like Most a big people
2: move? for moves? Most people know, um, some people know a year in advance. Um, in our experience, we've had more a little bit on the short term, which is about um, probably, I think we had four or five months this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it just really depends. There's there's a, it's a it varies. Um, the situation varies. Like we knew we were going back to Georgia because that's where his school was that he had to go for the next thing. So we kind of knew that ahead of time but I don't think we actually got orders until like a couple of months out. So um, we knew where we were going, but we didn't actually have that paper in hand. So,
0: yeah. So the be flexible that, I mean, that really just seems like probably the biggest best tip that you could. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Has
2: very little expectations when it comes to
0: the like,
2: and that sounds kind of terrible, but you know, if you, uh, if you don't have this great expectation of we're going to know this and we're going to do this, and you know, um, just know that the army is going to make the decisions for you, and you just have to go be along for the ride. So
0: oh, cool. yeah, definitely sounds like there's a lot of highs and lows to being you know in this kind of lifestyle, um, and it can be a little bit crazy and messy, and and also really fulfilling. And yeah,
2: yes, it can be.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for all that you do, all your sacrifices, your husband. We just thank you. Thank you so much for all that you guys do.
2: Oh, Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun and um, I appreciate it. So
0: We appreciate you. Thanks so much.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Bye. Okay. bye. Bye. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to chat with you today. I'm excited about
1: chatting with you as
0: well. (laughs) Well,
1: why don't you go ahead and um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
3: All right, so my name is Jennifer McMillan. I am a Navy veteran. In fact, today is the day that I went to boot camp 17 years ago. I know I don't look like I'm old enough. No way. (laughs) 17 years ago, yeah, my mom was crying tears of happiness about me finally leaving the house. And um I went to boot camp up in Chicago and it was a horrible time. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm gonna be honest, I feel that um boot camp was a very eye opening experience for myself because a lot of the people that I went to boot camp with, I'm I still talk to them. Even mm-hmm. today, which is nice. It was kind of like a family away from our family. I mean, that's kind of like the whole gist of the military anyways. Sorry, I totally got off a try. Um, and I'm also a military spouse. My husband's uh, active duty army. He's been in for 19 years, eight, 18. I don't even want to ask him. <laughs> so he's almost twenty. Um, but he's been in for a long time. Uh, he's a warrant officer, so... Uh he's a CW three. So um a little bit more about myself. I am a business owner. I own a, a event production and promotion company. It's called South Sound Productions, although I can't do any events right now because, yeah. you know, coronavirus. Yeah. So I, I've had to cancel seven events this year. Oh. Um, you're probably gonna hear dogs and kids. So I don't know if oh, know. that's fine. We keep okay. real over okay. here. Okay. <laughs> I am a mom. I have three children. They are 14, 10, and eight years old. I have two boys and then my daughter is the little one. Um My 10 year old likes to come and be on camera. So even though you won't say, you know, anyways, um, I also am a brand influencer. I love to support, um, small businesses. I do a lot of work with local businesses primarily, but I have done some work with, uh, more like statewide and then I also did quite a bit of work when we lived in Germany. So I did a lot of influence work with that. I have a bachelor's degree in sociology from Texas A&M. And I think that's about it for right now. (laughs) Well, that's it. I mean, you just (laughs) do it all. Oh, my gosh. I just answered all your questions. Okay, I guess we're done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you are busy, busy, busy. So I bet this little bit of downtime with the coronavirus is kind of welcomed downtime. Or are you having a hard time just kind of taking it a little bit slower? Well, here's
3: the thing is that I actually started a part-time hustle back in November. So I've actually been working at this wonderful, magical place called Target, um, which is really a good thing, but then a bad thing because I finally can pay off my red card, which is <laughs> fantastic. Um It's been up there a little bit, but yeah, I've been working there for seven months. I'm now like full-time. I went from being seasonal to part-time to now full time. So I'm working 40 hours a week, which I'm going to be honest. I think it is my saving grace not being at home because I would be without anybody in this house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Unless they they gave me wine and chocolate. I mean, I'll be fine with that. I mean, my son, as soon as I get through the door, he gives me a glass of wine. So (laughs) I've, I've, I've trained him correctly. Nice. Awesome.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> he even decorks the bottle. It's pretty awesome. Oh wow.
0: That's amazing. That's next level. I <laughs> yeah, mean, I...
3: Training. It's you know, I have to train I have to train somebody. So <laughs> it was it was him. He was he was happy to to do it for me. So he's like, here, mom, you've had a very stressful day. I'm like, Dane, it is. 8 o'clock in the
1: morning. <laughs> How'd you know?
3: how did you know? <laughs> He's as, <laughs> as sarcastic as I am. No. No. That's
1: but no, seriously,
3: he does pour me a gossip wine.
1: Not lying about that. Nice. <laughs> Love that. It's amazing. So where are you guys located right now?
3: We are located at Joint Base Lewis-McCord, which is just south of Seattle.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're both... From the area, so we're totally familiar with that. Um, is your spouse home with you currently, or is he deployed? But
3: yes, he is home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all, yeah, we, we can leave it at that. We all get that. Yep, <laughs> yeah.
3: he is he is home. Yes. Yeah, he's building a bunk bed right now. As we oh, see. well,
0: that's good. At least. How yeah. did you guys? How did you guys meet?
3: So we met online on a. A military dating website. Oh, cool. Uh, I didn't know they had those. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and me, because I I had just got out of the military. I had actually just got out, out of a relationship uh, with another service member as well. Um, I just kind of felt like at home being around other people that were military and understood, like, the lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I didn't go on to there to, like, find a relationship. I kind of just wanted to go there to kind of meet other people that were in the same situation as me. Mm-hmm. So
0: relate, yeah,
3: exactly. And, you know, I think that has helped quite a bit with being married to someone that's a, a service member is being prior service myself. So it, 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 I understand the whole deployment thing. I understand the PCS. I understand like everything that goes on with a service member's job. Mm hmm. And how taxing it is and how much work there is because I never see him.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so you, you see both ends of it. Now. That's nice. Yeah.
3: Exactly. I mean, I've been out of the military for, I, I, I got out in December of 2006. Okay. So I've been, I've been out for almost 14 years. This year, it'll be 14 years
0: mm-hmm. in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And how long have you guys been married? So,
3: on June 1st, it'll be 11 years. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, I'm glad we made it this far.
1: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if it's you been, can make it through COVID, you can make it through anything, right? You
0: know,
3: I, 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 honestly, I think that if you can make it through a deployment, you can make it through anything, honestly. Yeah. I mean, COVID hasn't, I mean, I think because both he and I are both essential employees, Um, it's, I mean, I'm not here and honestly, I think the biggest the hardest part about right now is that homeschooling more than anything is -hmm. the homeschool. That's been the most difficult because I am not a homeschooling parent. I've learned neither is he. We've both learned that we could never, (laughs) we just, we just, you know, we're not homeschooling parents at all. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hear you on that, and mine are little. I only have a first grader and then one in preschool and homeschooling. My husband has taken to it pretty well, but he's still working too, so he's only home every other week. Um, right. I wanted to be a teacher growing up, and now that I have like my own little students in my house, I'm like, I will be. Buy the teachers all the wine, <laughs> all the chocolate cards, whatever. Thank you. Take them back as soon as possible, please. Yes. So, and I, and- have a,
3: I have a middle schooler. who is like, like I don't even know how many classes he has. I think he has like six or seven. And I'm just like, having to deal with every single teacher is just like, so, some teachers give him a whole bunch of homework and then some teachers like, give him one piece of paper. So I'm just like, when is this going to be over? <laughs> Please be over soon. This is the longest summer ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you saw so, one. Um, so when you guys got married, you were out of the military already, right? Yeah. Yes. So, yes, um, yes. Yes. Did you kind of have an idea in your mind what it would be like to be married to someone in the military? Because then you're combining the two, like two lifestyles. Did, did you have any right. like misconceptions about that?
3: You know, I didn't really have any much misconception. Um, I think for me, I I kind of just like dove right into it. I mean, I just dove into the lifestyle because here's the thing. The only thing that majorly, actually, there's several things that majorly changed when I became a military spouse was um, I, first of all, when I, before I met him, I was going to school full time. I was working full time. I was also applying for a huge job with the police department. Um, I was, and I was also working to go back into the Navy as an officer. So whenever I met him, like everything changed. So I still continued going to college. Um, and, but he wanted me to stay at home with the kids because I did. My oldest son is from a previous, my previous marriage. So, I, he was just like, I, I just don't want you to work. It's just going to be too expensive. So I did stay home, which drove me crazy for eight years. <laughs> um, you know, I, and that's one of the things I do recommend for military spouses to having some sort of employment, something that you're doing while you're, uh, as a military spouse, but as a state home parent would be ben- very beneficial to whenever you seek employment later on, because that's kind of like what I did when I was a military spouse. Um, a lot of it, I did FRG. I was FRG leader for many of our units that we were in. So you're going to hear ice machine. Uh, um, then I also, when I was in Germany, I did, um, I was a travel writer. So I'd contact, uh, travel, any sort of travel industry companies and just write for them. Um, I would cool. go to their location to whatever it, whatever it was, I would go and do my review, come, you know, I would go check it out, write my r- review and submit it. Mm-hmm. So I, we got a lot of vacations by doing that. And that, that actually helped me with, uh, getting a job in advertising,
1: yeah.
3: uh, significantly. Um, I also, when my daughter started kindergarten, I also worked at Dodia for like a year, Um, it was just like itty bitty little things that I did throughout my, uh, stay at home mom-ish time to be able to get, uh, some sort of advantages for getting employment.
0: So what is your favorite part of being a military spouse and your least favorite part?
3: Um, I think my favorite is about meeting people from every single aspect of the, like, just networking, honestly, mm-hmm. even as a business, I think it's so important for you to network and meet other people because if you, if you don't do that, uh, like when I was moving to Germany, I had someone, um, introduce me to someone that w- was in Germany, but they were no longer in Germany. She's like, you need to meet this girl. She's amazing. She's fantastic. And we ended up being really good friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you'll know someone that knows someone that knows someone that's wherever you're moving to, they Mm -hmm. will know someone. And I've connected a lot of people together and they, you know, become friends because, you know, whenever you move to a new location, well, whenever I move to a location about 99% of the time, I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Luckily, when I moved here, we, our next door neighbors already lived here. Oh, wow. Like from Germany, they, they lived here, but they lived on base. Um, so that w- has been the greatest thing is because I, I have friends from all over the, all over the world. I actually, um, a military spouse that I knew in Fort Hood, she is Scottish. So, oh. and now she, she is in Scotland. So I have friends like all over the world.
0: That's amazing.
3: Amazing. The other thing, what I least like, which you're probably going to hear all the time is drama. <laughs> It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> drama, like just wives talking badly about each other. I mean, but I mean, this isn't just a military spouse thing. It's just, I mean, I've actually seen it more in the business world more than anything, to tell you the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. People are
3: always going to be jealous of one another in some aspect, and they talk badly about each other. So, I mean, it's hard. It, it's hard, but I mean, you can't really do anything about it other than being a positive person and never talking badly about someone. Yeah.
0: Um, you, you know, you know how to stay out of it basically. Oh yes,
3: definitely. For sure. 100%. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. Um, how would you say the military spouse lifestyle, um, has affected your guys' marriage? Um, I think
3: because him, well, I'm going to give you an example. So when we were in Germany, we were there for 37 months and he was gone for 30 of them. Wow. Yes. And it was like at least a one week to even a month at a time. There was at least a year. He he would be gone for like three months, but there was four of those where, he, I mean, he was basically gone for an entire year, if you think about it, wow. but for at least one week of one of those months, he was gone for 30, like he was gone for at least a week for 30 months. So, you know, that took a lot of time out from us being able to travel, for us to have intimacy, for our, me to get any sort of help around the house. I mean, that's been a really huge thing is that, you know, I was at home by myself in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. With three children, (laughs) I actually got to the point where, you know, I wanted to go travel and see all of Europe. And I finally got to the point where I was, I'm going without you. You can catch up to me, but I want to go travel. Mm -hmm. Um, so back in 2016, when my husband was, you know, TDY for the whole summer, I'm not going to stay at home all summer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love all the summers. So my kids and I, we went on to a 17-day road trip around Europe. So I mean, rough life. We That's went to awesome. Austria. I know it was amazing. We went to Austria. We did the sounding music tour. We went to Slovenia. It was beautiful. Spent a whole entire week in Croatia at an all-inclusive resort. It was so cheap. We went to Rome. We went to Pisa. We stayed in a castle in Switzerland. Oh my gosh! And then we also went to uh, Brussels. We went to Copenhagen. We went to Sweden. I mean, we just went to so many places. And I just, I mean, those kids are so well traveled. They've yeah. been in twenty-two countries. That's it's just crazy. I I had to show them the world. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing.
0: Show you. Yeah. <laughs> it was we were all thinking it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: I mean, I I've been uh, so me prior, being prior service. I lived in Star- Saudi Arabia as a kid. My father worked for an airline, and you know, being in a military spouse, so I've been to thirty-seven countries. I mean, yeah. I and my degree being in sociology, it's pretty like given mm-hmm. that I love culture and I love groups of people and. Learning about culture and it's just kind of, you know, I just, I love it. I love it so
0: much. Yeah. So, so between being in the military yourself and then military spouse life now, where has it taken you? Like what? So you lived in Europe for a while. Mm -hmm. Where else have you, you're here now. Where else have you guys been?
3: So with the Navy, I I went to boot camp up in Illinois in Chicago, and then I was down in Pensacola, Florida, and then San Diego, California. I know that the Navy really took care of took care of me very well. Yeah. <laughs> the Army, on the other hand, has taken us. Although Virginia Beach was amazing, actually, you know, they actually have done really well with us, other than Fort Hood. Um. So yeah. So we were at Fort Hood, which was nice because I am from Texas. I went and saw my family quite a bit when. Uh, while we were at forehead, my family lives in Houston and then we were in Virginia beach, uh, here, uh, Seattle, and then also in Germany. So we've, nice. been, we've been pretty blessed on, you know, duty stations of where we've been at. So it's been, it's been pretty plentiful and lots of travel. We definitely take advantage of travel and checking out locations. We've already been up to, um, uh, Canada, Vir- uh, yeah. Victoria, so nice. have amazing dim sum so you know,
0: how do it. your how do your children do with moving around i mean and traveling
3: they love it to yeah. be honest uh you know we talk about going back to europe all the time they you know and they because they got so used to us you know traveling so much and we move here and they're like when, no. when, are, when are we going to go somewhere I'm, i don't know baby so everything is so expensive but I want to go somewhere. I'm like, I know, but I mean, here in the U S it's just so much more expensive. I mean, we were staying in uh, hotels and Airbnbs for like $25 a night in Europe. And here it's like, like two to four, $500 a night. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have any money to spend on other things. So, you know, it's so expensive and you have to save so much more money just to go on vacation and enjoy life. Mm -hmm. So, Staycation for you today i mean we had to cancel we had to cancel our trip for spring break so we were supposed to go to disney and universal studios and we had to cancel that unfortunately so
1: you know it
3: is it is what it is we gotta stay safe yeah Um, yeah
1: well um (laughs) do you have any tips for future military spouses
3: i think some of my tips for them is just you know kind of be you know open but not too open. You know, be open to making those connections with others. Um, you know, don't because you're going you can't always rely on your family that's back home because you could be hours beyond hours, miles, hundreds of miles, you could be overseas. But having some sort of support network, you know, and you've, you've got to, I mean, just like anybody, even if you're not military, you have to choose your friends wisely. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you need some sort of support group and, you know, be involved with the FRG. If there is one, I don't even know if our unit has actually has one, um, be involved with the spouse club, you know, just have, Something that you can go to find some i mean honestly just find anything that makes you feel welcome because that will just make everything better for you you know mm-hmm. like when whenever I wasn't working, I was very heavily involved with f r g heavily involved with a spouse club. And those were like my saving grace and sanity. That was my time for my social hour to meet other spouses and meet other people. Now, since I'm here, since I'm so heavily into the business world and, you know, I have a lot more friends here that are not military anymore. I have a few military spouse friends, but it's mostly civilians, civilians that are (laughs) I'm friends with, which is completely different from what I'm used to. Um, I I forgot to mention um, when. So my husband, he was enlisted when we first married, but within a couple like years later, uh, he put in a package to become a war officer. And so whenever he did that, I felt like I was unwelcome. Because I went from being enlisted to officer and there was issues where even officers want to, you know, accept me because I wasn't an officer, you know, officer spouse. I was a warrant officer spouse, which is kind of funny because he's commissioned, Um, but I'm also not active duty. So why they wouldn't anyway. But um, I actually, because I realized that there was no support for warrant officer spouses, I actually created one. So so it is. Yes. So me and another girl, her name is Rose Richardson. Her husband is also a warrant officer. Um, it's crazy. We've known each other for years. I actually, she was my ex-husband's, um, roommate's wife. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, crazy. Yeah. (laughs) We've, we've been friends this entire time. So, um, so whenever, Both of our husbands were warrant officers. We realized that there was no support for warrant officer spouses. So we created together the warrant officer spouse support network. And so we have about 17, like 16, 1700 followers on Facebook. Plus we have a support, a main overall support um, group group. And then we also have groups for every single military base around the world as well. So, Yeah, it it is pretty neat because, you know, we kind of all come together. We kind of um, figure out who is at what base. I actually have quite a few. I have a few warrant officer spouse friends here. Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm not super heavily involved in the military community, but I I do get excited whenever I meet another warrant officer spouse. I'm like, oh, you're part of our club. That's awesome. Something (laughs) that
0: you started. Yeah,
3: that's Exactly. So I I love... um, we're not like super heavily involved with the pages anymore, but we do still, you know, post and, you know, we post, uh, if anything comes up in the news, we post it. Um, now me, it's just me and another girl. Her name is Stacy. Her husband's, I think a CW four, CW five. Um, she and I both manage the page, the, all the pages and groups now, but, um, it, I mean, it's a really good, um, group to really find information for any war officer spouses. You know, there's lots of um, balls and all sorts of activities for military spouses. Yeah. Just, you know, it's nice. I mean, it, it makes you kind of feel like at home and that's kind of, that's what we want. So um, yeah. we do like an annual like Christmas card swap. We send each other Christmas cards. Um, so we do that. Um, we start doing that sometime in like, beginning of November, we start
0: creating that, although I haven't done it in a few years, but
3: maybe I'll do it this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. just So just kind of having like, cause I can imagine it can get a little bit lonely when your spouse is gone working so long or out in the field. And so just, it sounds like just finding that community. And even if you can't find it, you can create it and just having that exactly. support that you need. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Also. And
3: you know, that's the reason why I created the war officer Sp- spouse network is just to, you know, because I know how it is to go from, you know, being enlisted and a lot of the spouses are like, oh, I can't talk to you. And then also <laughs> officer spouses, they don't quite know what a war officer is. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it is, it is kind of, you know, people just don't know. I mean, war officers are like 1% of the military. So, yeah. you know, having that sense of being welcomed in that community is definitely very important for sure. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, any other little nuggets of advice that you would have for women who are military spouses or going to be soon? And also before we let you go, just, I don't think we touched really on how was that transition for you? You just, you just mentioned something that, that made me think of this about how, you know, some military spouses at first were like, oh, you were active duty. Was that a weird transition for you to go from being active duty to being a a spouse and how other people received it?
3: No, because the thing is that my ex-husband was also Uh, active duty as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, that transition wasn't like super like, you know, weird to me. Um, although it's, it's quite interesting. Um, you know, and I'm in a lot of the Military spouse groups, mm-hmm. and so occasionally someone will state that they're um, a veteran, mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of cool because you're like, oh great, we can kind of like you know talk about military stuff and you know talk about our experiences whenever you know talk sea stories. That's okay. mm-hmm. that's what Navy does. Yeah, we say, <laughs> we say, we say sea stories, Um, but it, it's always nice to kind of meet to meet another military spouse that's also a veteran because mm-hmm. I feel that being uh, prior service or even active duty married, you know, dual military, um, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it gives us a sense of, we know how you feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also being a military spouse. We know how you feel and, you know, giving them that, especially since I, I call myself more seasoned,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I feel that I'm a more seasoned military spouse, you know, giving those newer spouses, you know, some advice um, for certain things, you know, maybe they don't know about, you know, ACS, maybe they don't know about um, other programs, you know, having those kind of, you know, those resources and having someone that has already possibly even used them or know about them would greatly uh, and be very impactful, you know, having someone, I mean, I I don't want to think of myself being as a know it all, uh, because sometimes spouses that have been around the block or two considered that, um, but having, you know, the knowledge, you know, especially someone that has had, hasn't had a baby yet you know, people that have had children, we can give, you know, we can be a little bit, you know, we can be supportive of one another. Like if, you know, someone has, you know, had a, had an experience at Madigan, you know, they can say, you know, what they recommend. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And, you know, for me, I've had three kids and the crazy thing is all three of my kids were born in Navy hospitals, which is
2: kind of weird.
3: So uh, so <laughs> my oldest was born at Boboa, which is down in San Diego and her, this one, Alyssa and my son, Dane, my 10 year old were, they were both born in the same room at Portsmouth oh, cool. so Naval hospital, which is in North, uh, North, no Portsmouth, Virginia, which is, you know, basically like Norfolk or Virginia beach. Um, you know, being able to have that guidance and, you know, or mom, if anybody's looking mom, for someone that. Mom, mom, it was Virginia Beach. I know. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> very much for letting me know. Um, <laughs> you know, that experience, I think more than anything is just the experience that I can give and the knowledge that I can share to other military spouses. And that's how it should be. We shouldn't, you know, you know just allow them to figure it out on their own. Being, uh, you know, this is my saying, it takes a community to achieve more. That's like, I've always said that that's my motto. It takes a community to achieve more. And if we can't achieve more, we're not a community. If we're not willing to work together, we're not a community. So, you know, if we're working together instead of against each other, Mm -hmm. we can... We can really pave our way to our future and to our future leaders, regardless if they're a spouse or a veteran, we can help them on their path to success.
0: Beautifully said. I love that.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your story and your life with us. We appreciate it. And it was really, really nice to meet
0: you. Likewise. I can hear you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for your service and your husband for his service as well. Thank you for your support. I do appreciate
3: it. I, I say that I am a brand ambassador. I, um, like I said, I love supporting, um, small businesses. So I love doing collaborations with local businesses, you know, or even regional, national, or global. I do a lot of product reviews. Um, and I basically just do it time for that, you know, their product for my time. So I love, um, getting, this is actually one of them that says it's a horrible, horrible idea. What time it's cute. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and I get so many compliments for it. So I'm like a walking billboard. So I love, I love doing that. Um, my channel is wow.
0: Jen's amazing. Perfect. And people can find you there on Instagram, Instagram,
3: Facebook. Facebook, Twitter,
0: Perfect.
3: Even TikTok.
0: Hey,
1: you're in good company here. (laughs) Oh, yes.
3: Oh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Definitely. Um, Well, TikTok videos. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They're the best. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. And we will definitely be checking out what you're doing moving forward here. It sounds like you have some fun stuff on social media. So we'll stay in tune with that and yeah thank you again thank you so much for having me
3: and allow me to talk about my wonderful
0: exclusive life bye (laughs) bye Bye. Bye. thank you for listening to boss ladies and babies if you like this episode be sure to rate review and leave us some feedback
1: make sure to follow us on instagram and facebook and join the conversation in our facebook group at boss ladies and babies
0: And until next time, stay stay bossy. bossy.